This is Naoki Yoshida. This is Fern Hall. And you are listening to Aetherite Radio. Aetherite Radio. Here we go. Hello and welcome to Aetherite Radio, Gamerscape's Final Fantasy XIV podcast. I'm Fusion X. Joining me today, we have Zenidra, we have Aldino, and joining us from Phoenix Sound Radio, we have Klaus. Hey, how's it going? Hello. Um, so, 10 years. This is our 10-year anniversary show. Uh, we've been around since uh, 10 years ago, because <laughs> like that. People are like, well, wait a minute. They're like counting the numbers, right? This is the sixth anniversary for Final Fantasy XIV. That's not right. It's the anniversary for Film Reborn, mm-hmm. but that's not... Even if you go back to one point now, the game wasn't out. That's right, because we started podcasting before the game was even out, because we're crazy like that. So Imagine how and, difficult uh, it is to podcast with no news. We had a whole episode that was based off of like a Famitsu magazine that talked about Guild Leaves. We talked about this new <laughs> up-and-coming amazing quest system called Guild Leaves 10 years yeah. ago. I remember uh, that episode, actually. <laughs> that was... Those, those, that's what we talked about back then. Guild, guild leaves. Remember guild leaves? Remember guild. <laughs> yeah, that's I was amazing. To, I was trying to figure out how long I've been on. Don't know. Still looking mm. it up. But I was part of one of the first shows, the yeah. RP show. We had a whole like network of shows planned. Yeah, it was going to be like great. And then 1.0, 1.0, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, it certainly did thing. What you gonna do? Uh, um so today uh the bulk of the episode we're gonna talk about content creation uh we felt that was kind of a fitting topic given uh the anniversary show um but we do also have some news that we want to go over real quick um this past week uh gamescom i think gamescom actually just just finished up yeah um there was an interview uh with twinfinite um where you should have talked about further breaking the barriers between servers and allowing players across data centers to play with each other um however uh, yeah, there was a mention that there's no guarantee that they can do it, but they have some ideas that they're working on. So after World Visit, you know, it's it's been this progression with since Realm Reborn. It's they keep kind of breaking down these barriers, right? As as the thing says. So everyone's been kind of wondering, like, how far are they going to take this? Well, they want to take it. You know, they want to get rid of data centers uh, mm-hmm. being an obstruction. So um, whether or not they're able to figure that out or not. Um, We'll have to see, but that's that's definitely not going to be an easy task. So, um, but other other games have done it, so not impossible. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really how they want to do it. Because if they just want to do a world visit across data centers, that's much easier than a single shard type thing, which is just frankly impossible, probably for them to implement at this point. Yeah, but the world visit across data centers, probably. So really, they just need to untangle the pile of spaghetti. If you think uh, about noodles, that's a little bit easier said than done. Yeah, I mean, I can see it happening in the localized data centers, like, you know, mm-hmm. being able to do Crystal, Aether, and uh, Primal, potentially, mm-hmm. and then the Japanese and mm-hmm. the European ones. But getting somebody to be, be able to go visit one of the other locations may be a little bit more difficult, but... That's what they want to do. So A lot we'll, of data that has to get pushed through the wires for you to be able to get... a lot of data that has to be... I mean, it's it's the real time aspect of it, and then it's the the transferring of your character information and you know everything that goes with that, your inventory and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot there's a lot there. So I and don't know. Yoshida has said that you know that amount of data that we have with our character has been the biggest uh, 
limiting factor when it mm -hmm. comes to yeah. being able to implement different technologies within the game. So right. if we want more inventory space, you know, it's going to be more data that has to be able to travel with us. Yeah. So what do we want? Yeah, and at, at at some point, I mean, there's there's only so much they can do with the engine too. You know, I mean, yeah, with the way that they kind of cobbled it together um, for for 2.0 launch, there's been small tweaks here and there. But even Yoshida um, has said, you know, um, especially in regards to like graphics, he's like, yeah, so our graphics pipeline is like two generations old, mm -hmm. but like we still kind of like cheat it, you know, somehow to make it look like it's maybe not as old as it is. Mm -hmm. um, but it's yeah, I mean, we're getting to the point where graphically technologically um there are restrictions i mean that's the one one of the reasons they dropped ps3 after heaven's word was it's just yeah. we, there's stuff we want to do that ps3 can't do so <laughs> um yeah so hopefully they can figure that out and they want to get this game on switch <laughs> Goodness. I mean, it would be amazing don't get yeah. me wrong but i'm not sure that it, it can handle it and then still no. be able to keep up with all the latest technology no, I mean, I, I saw uh, a few weeks ago, uh, DC Universe Online launched on the Switch, and I was like, oh, like I didn't even know that it was still around. <laughs> yeah. um, but now it's on Switch, so I haven't, I, I'm curious, but I don't know if I'll actually get around to, to trying that or not. Mm -hmm. uh, the Rising for this year has been announced. It's going to start uh, this coming week here on the 26th. Monday. Um, and you'll be able to earn. I like the, I like the rewards from this year. It's uh, yeah. posters of the key art from Stormblood and the mm -hmm. Four Point Patch series, um, and it, as well, you'll be able to earn a brave new Yishtola minion, which is basically just Yishtola in her Shadowbringers costume. So uh, keep an eye out for that. You know, it's it's funny they they announced this and they're like, oh, and you get the posters, and I'm like looking around my room. I'm like, <laughs> okay, well they're because they they also did at events during Stormblood, they would actually give out the patch artwork, the key art as posters. So I have a few of them just kind of like around. I'm like. I already have these like <laughs> so, yeah, for me it's like oh well now i don't have to worry about where i'm gonna put all this nerd stuff in my house so i can just put yeah. it up in my fake nerd house exactly. <laughs> much cheaper too yeah yeah <laughs> don't need to frame them and True. um right yeah uh pax west is coming up this coming weekend uh, if you're going to be in the Seattle area, if you're going to PAX West, you'll be able to go over to the SE booth and take the uh, Titania Battle Challenge. Titania. I keep saying Titania. It is Titania. Tita Titania. It's Titania. Tra traditionally, traditionally in like Fey lore, it's Titania. Yeah. Like Shakespearean, I believe, yeah. is Titania as well. But yeah. I don't. Tomato, I don't tomato. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Doesn't matter. Just so, don't uh, say twin Tanya. Yeah. yeah, twin Tanya definitely. No, that's, that's the other one. Um, that's definitely flip flopped in my brain a couple of times. Like dragon? No, very. Okay. I hadn't even thought about it until you said that. Now that's yeah. gonna drive nuts. Uh, we never have eaten <laughs> twin Tanya, and we confuse it with Titania. Titan? Oh god. <laughs> So I feel like too many that are close. You know those things uh, where they like cross the Pokemon and you get some weird new creature. Oh yeah. I feel like they need to do that with the. The combinations of the different Titan creatures now. <laughs> yeah. I can see it now. Not Titan, it, but yeah. somebody, please get on this. Yeah. On wheels with huge dragon wings. Please there you go. It's not even my final form. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, also at PAX West, um, there will be a panel on Sunday, September 1st. Uh, that's at 2.30 uh, Pacific um, with, uh, interview, uh, with main scenario writer Natsuko Ishikawa and art team lead uh, Takeo Suzuki. Um, so make sure to check that out. That should be streamed. Most of that stuff usually is. Um, mm -hmm. 
we'll be there for that. Um, and we'll have we'll be talking about. I'm not going to be here next week. Two weeks. Sorry, I'm getting my, my schedule for September is nuts. Two <laughs> weeks from now, I won't be here. But yeah. uh, we'll 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 be talking about the panel. Um, and by by we, I mean everybody, but not me. Uh, <laughs> but next week, um, we are going to uh, have our interview with Natsuko Ishikawa and uh, Takeo Suzuki. So uh, I'm going to be downtown Friday back home saturday to podcast that for you guys and then going back downtown sunday to do the panel so uh yeah my my schedule is all sorts of crazy next weekend but it'll be fun lots of cool stuff uh please look forward to it but that Um, means that means it's like immediate don't have to wait for any information this is this is how much fusion is just devoted to you guys Yes, it's, it's going to be crazy. Um, <laughs> also, as a quick mention here, um, we have launched our new positions page over at GamerEscape.com. Uh, we are looking for new a radio hosts um, and people to help with the show. Um, we're looking for people to write up stuff for 14, for 11, if anyone out there plays 11 still. Um, we also want to say, too, with this news, uh, for those that watch the show regularly, you may have noticed we haven't had somebody on for a while. Um, <laughs> Bryn has just been really busy with some real life stuff. So unfortunately he's going to kind of take a step back for right now. Um, and so we want to uh, try and bring in uh, some new, new vases, new voices and, uh, and kind of round out the, uh, the crew we got here. So if that's something you're interested in, head on over to the website, find the post and uh, send in an application. And that'll take us into our discussion. We're going to talk about content creation. Um, So how do we even start this? I don't know. There's a lot to it. Um, So I guess when you think about it, you have to start somewhere, right? You have to kind of think like what you want to do with your your content creation. So for example, you know, years and years ago when I started Petfoot Alpha, which was our Final Fantasy XI podcast, uh, that was, gosh, 13 years ago now. I'm really, really dating myself with the episode. <laughs> back um, in my day. Right? Exactly. Back in my day, we didn't have Twitch. We didn't have <laughs> Discord memes, forums. That was uh, like just after YouTube. Remember ICQ? <laughs> yeah. I actually do remember ICQ. Yeah. We did a... We did a, a couple like it was a big deal if we did a live show right we did it on i think like justin tv i was about to say justin tv probably it's probably what we did it on i don't even remember but yeah that was a big that was a big deal um so the, i think the the first thing right when considering content creation if, if it's a, if it's something you're interested in you have to figure out what you want to do with it what like pick a goal right mm-hmm. so for for me if i were to say a goal uh is to inform people right there's a lot of news out there. There's a lot of information from various sources. You know, you have Reddit, the you know official forums. You have uh, stuff on Twitter. You have interviews coming from overseas. There's a lot of stuff out there. And so to try and condense that and relay that is is kind of my goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Klaus, what what kind of goals do you have for for the show you do over over at Phoenix Down? Well, mainly not suck. Yeah. But- <laughs> <laughs> Good goal. Good. Aside from that, um, when I first started it, and we're getting on our four years now, which is seems really weird. Awesome. It seems like we just started it. Um, <laughs> for me, it was something to, for me to put my time into. Um, 
to be honest with you, when I started Phoenix on radio, I was unemployed. I was spending a lot of time outside running and I was listening to podcasts and it was like, this seemed like something that would be good for me to take this game that I really enjoy, talk about it, and then maybe share that with other people. And like I said, we're still doing it four years later. We're constantly trying to make sure we're covering the news, um, making sure to help people who are getting into the game for the first time, um, or trying to, you know, uncover some of the uh, key aspects of lore. Um, the world building within this game is just fantastic. And sharing that with people who are too busy doing uh, cutscene skipping, you know, <laughs> I still don't understand that, but I don't. <laughs> it's just, we just want to share our love for Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy 14, um, and make sure that people are able to uh, enjoy it as much as we do. And we've been so far doing a pretty good job of it, I think. I mean, we're still I mean, going. The, we got people listening. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, yeah. That's a lot. I mean, so much of the the work that I think a lot of people don't realize until they start doing content creation is really how much behind the scenes goes into things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's planning, it's prepping. Um, it's freaking that, out when your uh, programs don't work five minutes yeah. before you're supposed to go live. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Troubleshooting. Yeah. Troubleshooting. Yeah. It even happens to the big guys. I mean, look, look what happened at that one live letter. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. So, I mean, it, it. nothing is perfect. Technology, you know, Murphy's Law, it states that if it can go wrong, it will. So, you know, making Very sure to, to test. And there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. You know, we were sitting here talking for about 20 minutes before we went live on, on Twitch here and, you know, making sure things were good and just BSing. But I've yeah. had the times when I'm prepping for a show and we are sitting there and the program just isn't loading. It just isn't loading. And finally, 11th hour, we get it working, but you know, it, it takes a lot of time, patience, knowledge of the, your programs or whatever, and a lot of luck. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I mean, we, for no reason, somebody's mic doesn't work yeah. and you, can, right. you go through everything and you just can't fix it. And then you restart your computer and it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like that's that's the issue we've actually had the last couple of weeks where normally I'm the one streaming everything and running, you know, the operation of the show. But for the last couple of weeks, whatever, for whatever reason, I hit that go live button and I get that little error pop up. It's just like, no, <laughs> like for what? Nope. I don't know why that yeah. I'll, I'll test, you know, the day before the show. I'll be like, all right, let's like load up the game and stream works fine. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then we get ready for the show. And it's just like, no, nah. no. <laughs> Don't feel like yeah, it. a lot of patience. Um, <laughs> so with, with that, you know, we talked about um, prepping and, and kind of behind the scenes stuff, um, developing ideas, because um, that's it's that you have you start off with your goal, what you want to do, but then you need to find a way to, to do that, to convey your your message or whatever it is you want. Um, and so um, I know we've had a few times where we've gotten together off off stream and, and kind of just tried to brainstorm some stuff. Um, the inside the creator studio uh, segment we did with Frosty a little while back, that was something that kind of came out of that. Um, and it was something that we had thought of a while ago, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, it took a while to develop and make sure that, you know, the, the questions that we had that were, were good and, you know, other creators were interested in coming on and talking about their stuff, even right yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing, too. I mean, you, you have to if you want to do stuff with guests or the audience, 
they need to be wanting to do that. That's and that's right. not always an easy thing as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scheduling too is a crazy thing. Like uh, last, yes, last week um, when it was just going to be Aldino and I, I, I think I reached out to like three or four people before I got a person who could actually come on because a lot of people mm-hmm. are, are just busy, especially yeah. on a Saturday when we oh, do yeah. this. Yeah, and they're, I, they're doing their stuff at the same time. Right. And I mean, that's and that, that can be tricky, too, with with especially um, working with other content creators, too, because they have their own things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's there's sure, a lot of. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of that. I was just about to do the, like the hand thing. Um, <laughs> so, mm, let me check my calendar. But yeah. So. Um, I'm curious, Klaus, for, for you guys, when, when you have an idea, how do you kind of develop that into something that, that comes out onto the show? That's an interesting question. Um, a lot of times it, it just pops into my mind, to be 100% honest with you. Um, most of the shows, they, they kind of are, they come out because of what's happening within the game. You know, mm-hmm. we've been focusing a lot um, the last few episodes on telling the story. We've been spoiling uh, Shadowbringers. Yeah. but in those content droughts that's when you really have to go back and think what is something that's going to keep people um coming back to us for information and that's when we think about doing lore specials we, we did a, a series on the 12 um mm. back a couple of years ago and um spent a segment talking about each one of the uh the 12 ars and deities we've uh got um another co-host now talas who is a chef in real life so we're looking at doing some um culinarian type things tying in uh things within the game with real life uh, recipes Mm. you know things like that i mean it's just trying to come up with things that you know not everybody else is doing Mm. or maybe you hear something that another podcaster is doing or you see a video and you think hmm how can i spin that just a little bit differently mm-hmm. and, and, and make it something that we can use. Yeah, so. yeah. Use your strengths to yeah. do that in your own way. Yeah. It, it's kind of, you know, like there's there's ideas that float out around there and people are like, ah, should I do it or should I not? If you have your own spin on it, you should. I yeah, think. I mean, it, the biggest thing is trying not to be like everybody else. Yeah. You know, you yeah. try to put your own spin on it is, is probably the toughest thing. I mean, it's really easy to copy somebody else, but it's it's really difficult to, to make something your own. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that said, uh, don't be afraid. If you see something else that somebody's doing that you like to take the concept and run with it, mm-hmm. just by virtue of you being a different person, you will probably yeah. have a different perspective on it. And people uh, will often look for the same kind of content with a different right. perspective. So. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Don't don't be yeah, afraid right. to do something that someone else is doing, but like he said, with your own spin. Yeah, right. I mean, chances are really good that no, regardless, like if if you see somebody making guides, for example, and you're like, I could do that a little better. I think you know, it's it's your way of saying like it doesn't cater to what I would want in a guide. So that's already your own spin on it, right? Even if you're like, well, absolutely, you know, and it's your personality is going to come through no matter what you do. Um, but it's definitely it's important to to whatever you want to do um it's something that you need to enjoy something you need to be passionate about because it'll show if you're not um, i'm you know i can remember you know getting my my retail graveyard job back when we were still doing pfa 
and boy did that come across hard <laughs> on the show because I you know I wasn't up as late as I used to be I didn't do a lot of as, as, as many group things as I used to and I was just tired and kind of sour about a lot of stuff mm. and that wasn't really good for the show. motivation is a huge factor yeah. so you have yes. to be doing something you like because yeah. you're going to be doing it if you want to be successful with it you're going to be doing it a lot Yep. One of the biggest things that I tell myself is when I stop having fun creating um, podcasts or streaming on Twitch, I'm done. Mm -hmm. Because I don't want to make people think that I'm doing this just for views, just for yeah. money, Attention, just for whatever. Right? You don't need it. And that, really. fact, we don't make much money doing this at all. Hmm. No. It's, it's a labor of love. We, we do this because we really enjoy it. And you know, it makes maybe the community find... very rich, I feel. Just mm -hmm. that so many yep. people come up with something and put it out there. And I, it just makes the community feel more warm. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, there are jokes. I mean, if you go to uh, certain uh, subreddits, you know, that talk about great community, by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, realistically, the Final Fantasy XIV community is one of the most um, welcoming, open, and helpful communities within the multiplayer uh, game universe. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of that is because of the passion of the content creators that help to, to occupy that space. I mean, granted, there have been a few, I won't, I won't go, go into naming, right? But there, there's been some people that have come and gone that were definitely looking to get on the hype train, right? Yeah. And just try and, and make a, a quick buck here and there. Um, and they're not around anymore, thankfully. But it's, it's mostly, if not, it's like, in, you know, 99% that community, it's all people that are passionate about the game. Mm -hmm. and that really matters at the end of the day that's the biggest thing that you're passionate about it um so it's kind of, uh just one last thing it's kind of i think it's an interesting dynamic between the content creators and like the devs because they mm -hmm. get excited about what they're doing and then we're excited about what they're doing and so we do something and then they in turn see what we're doing and are like oh, people love this let's make it even better so it's like a nice game of awesome ping pong it's a feedback loop yeah. 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 I mean, and that's it's a, definitely it's a something. positive echo chamber. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's something, I mean, from an 11 background, uh, we didn't have that quite as much mm. back in my day, right? Um, but now it's, you know, you'll have people, you know, you'll have a stage reborn doing in game plays and they'll be like, all right, we added stage furniture pieces. Or you'll mm -hmm. have people posting a lot of screenshots. Okay, we'll add even more features to G Pose. Yeah. Um, when you thought we couldn't add more to GPOs, here you go. Um, and it's, yeah, it's 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 interesting. I mean, it's it's one of those things, you know, Big Brother is always watching, right? No matter, you know, if there's, there's somebody over at the, the building in, at SE just watching social media, watching the forums, watching Reddit, um, and all that stuff for whenever people are doing stuff. And I mean, and, and especially now, like they have, you know, they have uh, their community accommodations on Duty Humans that they do, mm -hmm. uh, artwork, or they'll, they'll even show videos now um it's they're they're always watching it and they're there's all that stuff is getting back to the devs in, in yeah. one way or another um and so it's it's really cool to be able to to see that kind of stuff mm -hmm. um you know even even if they don't say it right they're like hey so like here's like stage furniture pieces because because you know like if you're if you're <laughs> talking you know if you're involved in the community right you know about a stage report and you know that's why they added those um, by the way all of these are tabletop yeah, yep. <laughs> more than we can say for the loft. Or actually, no, the loft is tabletop, but it can't oh. have other furniture on it. That's yeah, what you it can't was. like put your couch That's on it or something. Yeah, I want my couch on my loft. Damn it! 
yes yeah, i mean you can but not right. naturally yeah not, naturally. not easily those yeah. lofts are why, are why i docked a point for my review score for that patch <laughs> yeah the truth comes out <laughs> i mean i think I, I, I said it when we did the review but yeah, yeah. fun fact he's like i'm um, not afraid i'll back yeah. it up right Lofts suck um <laughs> I want to bet on a loft. Why can't I put a futon on a loft? A loft, <laughs> a loft for, for futons. Like, come on. Uh, <laughs> so, um, we talked a little bit about you know having passion um, and, and you know enjoying the game and stuff. Um, so, when when you create your your content, Klaus, what are some of the tools that you have at your disposal that you you frequently go to 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 make your show? Well, I would say the number one tool that I use is going to be Audacity. Mm -hmm. Love that tool. I mean, I was I was able to get in on um, the Humble Bundle that had all of the, uh, um, yeah. the the sound editing stuff. I still use Audacity just because it's that that easy to use. Yeah. Um, and and what's great about uh, content creation is a lot of the tools that we use are available for free. Right. Yeah. Um, or there, there's uh, some form of a, of a free tool that can be used. Um, like I use um, OBS for the streaming, and I actually use the, utilize the uh, recording capabilities of that as well yeah. to put up on YouTube. Right. And then I rip the uh, audio out of that using VLC, mm -hmm. edit it using Audacity, upload it using um, FileZilla, and boom, you know, yeah. we have an episode. Yeah. It's easy. It, it, it's, I say it's easy, but it took a lot of time for me to get that process down. Oh yeah. But now That's, you're like, boom, 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 boom. Ten minutes here you go. I mean, yeah. I I have the new episode up from when we uh, when I hit stop rec uh, stop uh, recording and stop streaming to when it's up and uh, out on the website, less than an hour. There you go. Yeah. yeah. It's it's very important to to build that pipeline out of tools that you know mm -hmm. uh, and that, that you are familiar with you know all the the kind of stupid stuff that can go wrong because let's face it, it's going to go wrong at some point like we we're talking about you know being able to have that pipeline in place and fix the things that you know might come up i mean that's that's how you get these you know quick like oh yeah i can get it up there in an hour like that's because you've done it you know yep it's like it didn't just happen it, it took a lot of trial and error i remember i think it was the second episode we ever did um, I happened to have to go up to the hospital. My dad was in the hospital at the time. So I went up to visit him. I brought my laptop with me and I probably spent about two and a half to three hours just editing the audio portion of it. Mm -hmm. I wanted it right. I wanted yeah. to make it sound good. But now I, I realized that everything I was doing can be automated within the tool. It's just right. learning how to use what's available for, um, for you in that. Um, one thing I actually I want to kind of plug something we did earlier this year. Um, I was at a, a, a gaming and anime convention uh, back in March, and we I had done a panel. It's called "So You Want to Be a Podcaster." We talked yeah. about a lot of this stuff, the tools that you use, how you get involved with it. Um, you can always check out our our YouTube page, and we'll, I'll maybe talk about that later. Yeah. So if you want to learn more about that, so. Yeah, and I think too, you know, we, I think Aldo, you made the point of of using software that you're familiar with, but at the same time, it, I, I think, uh, it also depends on what you want to do. Sure. Um, I mean, because there's so many different types of content creation as well. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you could just write for a blog. You could do video guides. You could do text guides with images. You could do a podcast. You could do 
a, a podcast that's also a live stream on Twitch. I mean, there's so yeah. many different things. I mean, you could do, you know, a cooking video, right? Um, and so I think naturally, I think for, for a lot of that, it's going to be whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. It's probably in part you want to do that because you know a little bit about yeah. how you but I think it's also important to like if if you want to do you know some kind of video content if you're not familiar with video don't be discouraged by that right I mean that is a learning opportunity for sure absolutely um, yeah and how else do you get the familiarity right trying you know it could also yeah. lead into I don't want to see a career but uh, a different career you try something right. new you've never tried before you're like oh I really like this and you could take that really far. Yeah, that came up with Frosty uh, yeah. when we were talking to him because he was saying that, yeah, you know, I made this world first website and it kind of made me get into web development and now I'm kind of learning that, you know, like you never know. Yeah, yeah I, and, I, and I think it's important too to not be discouraged. I mean, you know, we're, we're sitting here talking about how it's taking hours to edit, you know, the first episodes that we do. Um, and that's, the first that's how it's going to be. It's, it's when you start off, mm. you're going to, I mean, not that there's anything wrong with it, right? But you're going to have this kind of perfectionist vibe to things. And then, you know, a few years down the road, if you're still doing it, you'll be like, eh, like, whatever, it's good, it's fine. But, <laughs> but some of that is because, yes, you know, there are a lot of these programs, there are options to help kind of automate some of the the adjustments and stuff that you would normally make. Um, so it, it, it does become easier, but you also still have to get to the point where you set that stuff up and you spend the time and, you you know, the knowledge and all that kind of stuff to, to get to that point. Yeah, uh, but definitely yeah. don't urge. But you have to. You definitely have to have that that motivation to to keep going. Yeah, don't let my 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 little uh, story you know discourage you from that. Yeah. Those two three hours were spent lovingly editing the podcast. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I I still remember editing the first uh, handful of episodes of of this show that we did. I mean, because it was we had uh, we had uh, Nate from LBR now Checkpoint mm-hmm. um, in the show, and I I, I think. Trying to remember if he edited or I edited, may have we may have shared editing duties a little bit, but it's one of these things where you want it to be perfect, right? And so you'll you'll go through and you'll edit out every little every little gap of silence, mm-hmm. just to keep it going, or you know you edit, my, I, I I did that once and I also went back and like edited out the ums and <laughs> forever. No. <It> was just, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. She, yeah. She, she gets it. She's like, why would you do that? Uh, <laughs> I, I was the person, actually, I edit this one now too, but I was the person who uh, edited the role play show that we used to have. Um, and the people, we used to, we used to be, uh, you couldn't curse. Uh, the yeah. people that I streamed with were incapable of not cursing. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I had to sit there and listen to the whole episode, which was usually at least an hour, mm-hmm. and uh, edit a little bleep in every time there was. And, and like Fusion said, I would I would take out the the spaces. Sometimes I would take out the ums. Sometimes if somebody was like, "Hold on, hold on," I have to go and I have to listen to the end of that and find that and take yeah. that out and shove it all back together. And that that took a long, 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 long time because I was yeah. listening to the whole episode. Um, I'm glad we are explicit on this podcast now. <laughs> because I really don't have to edit anything. Yeah. Uh, I, I I have a, a, a template in not Premiere, Audition, Adobe Audition. Um, mm-hmm. And I just take out the old episode and put in the new one with the opening mm-hmm. and the ending. Adjust them a little bit. Make sure that the sounds match up and uh, export. Yeah. 
I mean, you know, I can nice. I can remember back back before Twitch really picked up. I mean, we would do just you know use like something like Skype, um, and Oof. then just you know just talk on that. And then I I can always remember having a pad of paper next to me, watching yeah. the recording and the timing. Anytime somebody said something they didn't, or sometimes you know if there was some weird background noise mm -hmm. or somebody had to AFK real quick. And I would just, you know, I'd come out of an episode with just this list of like, these are the things we need to go back and and change while editing. And it was just, it was crazy. But now with, um, with, with Twitch and how popular, uh, you know, that's become, especially with doing uh, shows live, mm -hmm. um, it's editing has not to say that it's not still important, but I think at least, at least from my perspective, I think it's something that we don't spend as much time on as we used to um, because the show is already out. Like for, for example, this episode right now, it's live right now. People can watch it now. As soon as we're done, people can go back and watch it immediately. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. They can always, you know, wait a few days and get the audio and it might sound a little better, but is it going to be that much better than just getting it soon? Watch, mm -hmm. you know, like I just, I don't think that the, the time spent to edit it down that much is justified. Well, there's also the, the other, the flip side of it is because we have been, at least the bunch of us, we've been doing it so long. Uh, we don't, I just, uh, I was going to, we don't, we don't say uh, as much. We don't, uh, <laughs> we don't make those mistakes yeah, that, that <laughs> right. joke, but uh, we don't make those yeah. necessarily mistakes that need to be taken out yeah. uh, as much as we used to. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, you know, we, we talked a little bit about being an explicit show now, and part of that is, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll I don't know if we, we we may have mentioned it before when we when we changed that a few weeks back, but um, essentially what had happened is I went back um, when we kind of got into 5.0, we updated our album artwork, um, and so I was going through, you know, iTunes and Google Play and all these, you know, all these different uh, podcast sites, making sure that the artwork was getting updated, and there was a bit in iTunes where. You know, when we originally submitted, you didn't have to specify if it was explicit or clean. Um, but now it's clean is like really clean. Clean is like, you know, 50 that come language clean. Like it's really like pretty strict. And if you break that, that's it. Like all you need is to have ethos on once and you're done. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to call him. Out. Yeah. <laughs> I got to all the Aussie out for swearing? Yes. <laughs> for us, it was actually Cali. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, and, so, and so at that point, it's like, well, yeah, I mean, we've had a few slip, and it's never been, like, explicit, in like, explicitly explicit, right? It's never been just, like, you know, swears yeah. after swear. But it's, it's like, all right, well, we'll do that. And then we still don't really swear at all anyway. Mm -hmm. But if we get a guest or something slips, it's not the end of the world then. And right. so that's that's fine. Um, and so that's always important, too. I think um, when creating your content, it's um, what your audience is. Uh, you know, you have to look at what you're doing, what your goal is. Um, and then, you know, and it kind of goes in with your goal, too. It's who do you want to reach? Um, and so I think with that also comes the tone, I think, is really important. Um, when you're when you're doing anything it's you know are you just you don't care and you're just gonna swear left and right and whatever or are you gonna try and i mean you know technically right the the player base for an online game like final fantasy 14 is 13 and up mm -hmm. so yeah. do you cater to whoever you want do you try and cater to that that 
13 and up markets, you go to that, you know, the lowest denominator, right? Um, and that's always, I think, kind of been where I've seen us trying to be is because we want to be a show for anybody that could be playing. And there could be some 13 year olds. I mean, there could be some people under 13 that are playing that probably shouldn't, right? Mm -hmm. According to TMS. But that's, you know, that's a whole other thing. But when it's I've always. Gotten, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, when I've gotten people on, uh, I, I I give them the rundown at the beginning. It's like, don't don't say the F word. I mean, you can. Yeah. Try not to. Try and think of it like it's a show that we want for adults to be able to listen to in the car with their child. Yeah. You know, with their, like, five-year-old. So yeah. don't, don't say anything you wouldn't want a five-year-old to hear. Yeah. So, you know, it, if you do, it's no big deal. But... Choose when talking to your grandmother if your grandma's, like, not from Jersey or something, right? Like, <laughs> from the East Coast. What if, I, I'm interested to hear your perspective on it, uh, Klaus. Like, where um, do you sit? We, like I said, first 12 episodes of us, we were um, clean. And mm -hmm. then we had Callie from Limit Break Radio slash Checkpoint Radio on. Yeah. <laughs> and at that point, it's like, you know what? We, we worked really hard to try and be clean. But you know what? It, it, it didn't really seem like us. Mm -hmm. So we kind of let the filter yeah. go. And yeah. we've been explicit since. I hear and that. We're not like i said we're like you guys we don't swear all the time but we do yeah. get let some f-bombs go you oh, know yeah and we're a little bit later at night the way i see it our show is more towards you know the the 20 30 40 something mm -hmm. uh, gamers yeah. who really um want to relive some of their uh their, their past glory in final fantasy uh, we focus like i said mainly on 14 but we try and cover a lot of the news within the final fantasy universe yeah so I mean, so a lot of those players are going to be quite a bit older than you right. know the, the teens mm -hmm. and early twenty somethings that that yeah. do a lot of the MMOs nowadays. Mm -hmm. I just so. do what Fusion says. Uh, if this was my show, then I would probably be saying uh, that word every three words. But <laughs> I, I, I remember a couple a couple of months back um, when I had I was using a different mic for a few weeks, and it like started to have issues, and we were getting ready beginning of one episode um and it just didn't work at like at all and i just remember like right as we we're getting ready i was just like i'm like son of a like mother like all this stuff and it's <laughs> just looking at me like yeah yeah because <laughs> i'm i've been the one i'm like let's try not to curse guys yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, I don't use that mic anymore. It was it was a nostalgia thing. It was actually my first my first mic that I had, and I found it while, while cleaning. Yeah. And I had the the little mixer box and everything for it. I'm like, yeah, like I'll bust this out. Sure, I was feeling nostalgic. Worked for like one episode. Is it probably a reason why you replaced it? <laughs> Not really. I mean, it was it was just that I didn't need the uh, the extra box mm. when I got my my blue yeti. So mm. it was an XLR to having a huge box on my desk now for it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I used, to, I used to actually have a, a little mixer with it back in the day. Mm -hmm. uh, good I definitely old see you though as the like little cinnamon bun, like no drinking, no cursing, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> and it was like, oh, have you had a bad day, my friend? I mean, that might be worth something talking about too. I mean, the and I think it's it's not a perspective that a lot of people are gonna have right it's that idea of going from this kind of small fan site into this bigger more preferably professional type <laughs> of, of situation right mm -hmm. and i think that's one of the reasons why i kind of tried to set it up that you know all audiences no excessive cursing and all that stuff because 
you know, from from a, a small fan site, like there's I think there's I don't want to say a, an expectation. Right. But I think there's maybe more leeway. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. With with maybe how how certain mm-hmm. things are 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 done. But then you have, uh, you know, you go up to this bigger site like Gamer Escape. Right. In case people didn't like understand where I was going with this. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then it's like, oh, OK, maybe we should try and be a little more professional about everything and that doesn't always work well either because you also don't want to be so and and this is an issue i've had too and 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 i think zinedra will will just like sit here and nod this whole time it's because of that you have this this kind of added weight to it where you are a little more wound up Mm -hmm. about things sure and it you want to make sure that everything is friendly and professional and it's you you know you can't fusion needs a spa day Let's just let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It's it's that I, that expectation, and especially I think I said it for myself. It's that like you don't want to spend that like after doing this for so long, you don't want to you know spend and you know five hours editing things, but you still want it to like kind of be perfect, but yeah. you also don't want to put the time to make it perfect. And it's that, that weird back and that, forth. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You're getting to that point where you're almost like an IGN kind of thing where you need to be, but you don't have the manpower to. Right keep it at that high level and you don't want to be full npr either right no. by the way we're looking for a three radio host <laughs> if you didn't hear earlier right? yeah we're looking for people um just send your audition tape too right yo box um so kind of leaning into that um i want to talk about the do's and don'ts of content creation um and and something that you know one of the the reasons i thought about this topic for this week um was earlier last week um there was a thread on reddit as there usually is yeah uh, is that what reddit's for right <laughs> um saying i liked this person's guides and all of a sudden you have people coming in like yeah their guides are great and then you also have the majority of the comments are coming in like oh their guides are terrible i use this person's guides instead mm-hmm. um they're not this person's guides um and it's just it's crazy the amount of negativity and you know we would have they would come in and bash a content creator that wasn't even in the op right yeah. of this thread yeah it just just because they they could or for whatever reason everybody they felt wants like they, to have something to say yeah. yeah and it's i think it's it's crazy i mean there's there could be content creators that you don't agree with but i don't think that you should be necessarily hating on any of them either right because we're all in the same community <laughs> you know at there, the end of the day there have been creators who are basically asking for it because there there is a type of person who creates content that is basically like air horns on the radio you know they're they're begging yeah. for people to come back and fight with them and mm. that's that's one sort of of creator which mm. if that's what they want to do then have yeah, at that's your niche you know but... important in, in that regard right there are definitely certain like niches in the community right yeah, exactly uh, i mean you have you know limit break radio is a great example yeah, i was of wondering I was like, are you talking about limit break radio right <laughs> i don't want to name names but limit break <laughs> radio. um yeah i mean they were they definitely had you know that kind of howard stern yeah. um th- there was another another show uh opie and anthony is one that that yeah. Nate talked a lot about mm-hmm. um and they had a group of people that love to listen to it so that's great 
it was yeah, their entertainment. Sure. I mean, yeah. Nate yeah. and then the crew, they didn't, they weren't seriously like that. They did it because no. they, they were having fun doing it. Yeah. And yeah. they'd still be doing it if, if they weren't doing Checkpoint XP. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. and, and so I think it's important. And so, you know, I say we're part of the, the same community, but there's also niches, right? So you have that kind of content, but at the same time, we're all here because of 14, right? It's that kind of umbrella over these other smaller communities. So at the end of the day, like, we're all in this together, you know? And so to see something like a thread like that, where it's someone's like, hey, I really like this content creator. And then everyone else is jumping in like, oh, I, this content creator is better. I don't like that content creator. At least it's not this other content creator that's even worse. Like, it's just. There's a correct way to to respond to each type of content. And that, that's sort of what I was getting at. Like, the people who come out there and, and air horn you in the face, they expect to be fought with. But other people mm -hmm. who are just put like putting out guides uh, to try and help the community, to have someone turn around and be like, I hate your guide, it's not constructive. Uh, yeah, to not, be like, hey, I mean, this part of your guide is confusing to me, or could you try to do blah, blah, blah. You know, that constructive criticism is much different than I hate this, or this is bad. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 one thing to, to come on to uh, a forum thread around social media or, you know, YouTube comments um, <laughs> like, oh, this, this thing sucks that you put all this time into. Like, if, if that's how you feel about something that you've seen, just don't say anything. Like, if, if you can't be constructive about it, like, why why spend that time being hateful? Because at the end of the day, like, everybody that's doing this kind of stuff is, you know, we're all human, right? And and some of us, yes, you know, there's that that saying, right? You know, you just need a thicker skin. Well, people could just not be assholes either, right? Like that was that was something <laughs> I tweeted the, earlier. It's the thumper in the week. method. If you can't say anything yeah. nice, don't say anything at all. Right. And so it's it's what you know, regardless of how thick your skin is, at some point, one of those kinds of comments is really going to dig in deep. And it's you know, it doesn't matter who you are, it's going to happen. And so if we could just like avoid that. That would be great. I, you know, I don't think we're ever going to get to a point where we are avoiding that. We're not seeing that stuff. But um, when talking about other content creators as a content creator, I think it's really important to to never really try and paint them in a bad light. Um, you know, not to be you know explicitly negative, right? Um, it's absolutely if, if it's mm -hmm. bad. Try not to talk about it at all. Like, I mean, you get you know, you run your content. You can decide what you do and do not want to talk about. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other thing kind of along those lines is what happens when drama happens in the community? Do you throw in your two cents? Do you avoid it? <sighs> yeah. it sounds like you have an opinion on this one. Yeah. It's, I, I, there's been a lot of that in the past and, you know, I, I'm not going to name any names either, but it's one of those things where something happened, it came out in the community and there were people who did it the right way they mentioned it they didn't go on with it then there are the people who just kept pushing and pushing and, and they would they were wit calling for witch hunts and they were trying to do this and that and yeah. it made the the entire situation while ugly it made it even worse and, and nobody came out in a good light in that situation i think a lot of you guys know which one i'm talking about oh no yeah and I, and, and and there's i mean there's been a, a few different instances where i'll, I'll fully admit like i got too involved in the things that I probably should have just kind of let go by the wayside and just be like, all right, see you later drama, you know? Yeah. 
Um, we generally try to avoid it on, on Phoenix yeah. Dawn Radio personally. Um, like I said, if it's important enough and it, it ends up being something that we can hopefully learn from, yeah, right. we'll, we'll talk about it. But if when it's, it's hurting that ugly somebody, and I, and I don't mean like, like, oh, my feelings are hurt. I mean, if it, it is actually hurting somebody financially, physically, you know, actual real, uh, I can't remember what it's called. Um, Consequences. <laughs> uh, slander if it's like real slander and libel and such like what yeah. are you doing yeah i mean and if we talk about stuff like that and ends up coming out that it, it was all you know fake or you know slanderous you know it could come back on us too mm -hmm. so we really yeah. need to be careful as to what messages we're pushing out there we need to make sure that whatever sources we're, we're citing or quoting we need to make sure that it's all legitimate yeah we, we can't just go with the latest gossip mm -hmm. so it, it's it's really tough i mean we the smaller uh, content creators can get away with it sometimes, yeah. but you know, still, it, it's always best to be cautious when when dealing with things that are um, questionable and uh, just dr a dramatic nature. Mm -hmm. I think I mean, it, I mean, it kind of, in a lot of cases, makes your audience feel safer too, because your audience wants to support you and they want to support something that isn't terrible, mm -hmm. <laughs> that isn't a trash heap. <laughs> Right, like if, if you know if they tune into one of our shows one day and all of a sudden we're like the National Enquirer, yeah, they might be like, I don't know why I'm listening to this show anymore. Is Bat Boy in Aorzia? <laughs> I was thinking Bat Boy. Oh my gosh, I can't not think Bat Boy. Like oh, back God. back when I was a kid, like when I saw Bat Boy on a magazine, it would terrify mm -hmm. me. I remember, oh. yeah. yeah, I'm serious. This Line at the grocery store and you see pictures yeah. of Bat Boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm right there with you. <laughs> <laughs> that also dates us a little bit too. That's I mean, I mean, this whole show, this whole episode is about dating us, right? <laughs> right? And I'm not talking like in a weird, like visual novel sense. I'm talking like in a we weird old. What? What's that? <laughs> I said, could we have one? I mean, no. there was there's... anybody, anybody out there know uh, what's the what's the engine for that Renpy? Is that oh, the, yeah, the something like engine? That. Yeah, I'm let's, leaving. let's do it. Like a yeah. Final Fantasy 14 content creators uh, visual novel. Oh, It'll no. work just fine. Oh no! Yeah, no. <laughs> Speaking of drama, so you have a you have button, and so do I. No. Oh yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Um. So uh, another thing I wanted to talk a little bit about too is um, handling feedback, right? Because we talked a little bit about um, you know, drama and people just kind of you know all the negativity criticism. that can come with content creation. Um, so let, Klaus, what's like, can you talk a little bit about, um, if you have any, right, negative feedback or things that you've seen, um, that maybe you, you took from and, you know, maybe improved the show because of that comment or, you know, something along those lines. I know we're constantly asking for feedback. Um, right. mm -hmm. As a content creator, we need feedback because otherwise, if we don't hear anything, we kind of assume no news is good news and we right. keep on the same path, even if it ends up being leading to our demise. But with that being said, you know, we want to know what you guys think of our show. We want to know, is there something that we can do to change? And the hardest part is actually getting people to do that. Right. Yes. And there, there are so many ways it can be done, even, you know, through iTunes, through emails, through tweets, things like that. And it, but I think there are a lot of people at least that listen to our show. Maybe they may either fall under the whole thing where um, 
they like it so they, they just want to keep more of it you know they're the kind of the, the silent type that that just enjoy what, what we're doing majority. Yeah. yeah yeah and we don't really have too many people who are you know really you know upset with us or think that we're doing a terrible job at it and they're like you know vocally like you know ripping us apart so mm -hmm. we're not we're not we don't really see that though i will say one of the last um itunes comments we did receive i was a little bit um i didn't really want to read it or, or address it because mm -hmm. it, it talks about somebody who is a very good friend of mine mm -hmm. um we recently had to uh, say goodbye to chili on our mm -hmm. show he's focusing more on Google around and his uh playstation podcast right but this um comment had said that uh they love the show especially the ones without chili because he sounds like a uh i don't even remember what the, the phrase that they used was but it was i read it to chili and he laughed <laughs> so it's it's knowing your you know the people that you're uh dealing with because I, I don't like hurting people's feelings. I'm just yeah. one of those people. But with that being said, I, I do want to hear feedback from people, I right. guess. I'm, I kind of skirted your entire question. <laughs> <laughs> still still relevant conversation. And, and yeah. I'll say, you know, that's, I think that's one of the things that surprises me the most. And I think a lot of it is just because of kind of the, the times and the evolution of uh, the way that podcasts are done now. But like, Back when, when we used to do our, our 11 show, we got a bunch of emails. Mm -hmm. Like we, we, we had a whole segment devoted to emails that we would do in just about every show because we had stuff to fill that spot. I couldn't tell you the last time we got an email for Aether Rider Radio, to be completely honest with you. Okay, um, I, I found the comment. I have to read it here. He's the <laughs> of a maladjusted toddler. <laughs> and I cringe every time he shrieks into his low quality microphone. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it, it was it was written rather harshly. Yeah. Wow. But you know, so I, it's not something that I would you know put onto the show. But on a on a daily stream when Chili was joining me in the audience, I, I read it to him and he laughed. <laughs> so Chili is one of the most yeah. laid back people. If you're not familiar with who he is, he's like he is the cinnamon roll of this community. <laughs> he is just so precious and he loves everybody. He's such a nice guy. We've had, we had him on once at least, I think. Right. Yeah. He's been on the show and, and he's, he, he is very uh, distinctive. You will know Chili. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, that's why I, because he is so nice and, and, and amazing. I didn't, I, I, I I suppose I, I took the uh, role of being the protector in that case because I didn't yeah. want him to, because you don't want to, you know, uh, corrupt the, the poor chili. Here, <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to, you don't want to hurt that at all. But that's a, like a very good really skill. Him, yeah. <laughs> it's a very good skill to have to just be able to look at something mean, straight up mean that someone yeah. says to be like, all right, that's your opinion. Yeah. Cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Most of the time, I every now and then I will look at our YouTube comments because uh, I'm the one who posts up the YouTube videos now. Yeah. And uh, sometimes they're it mostly recently, at least they've just been about what we've been saying. People are either mm -hmm. agreeing or disagreeing, and uh, yeah. for the most part, not not a uh, in, in a mean way. So that thank you, <laughs> cool, yeah. awesome. Uh, I'm glad you uh, enjoy and are participating in the discussion. Um, there every 
I'll say, let's say probably like six months ago, all of the comments were about me. <laughs> <laughs> um, that girl was annoying. I got, and I'm like, you know what? I was annoying on that episode. So <laughs> it was, a, we were, we were going over a, a question and answer session and we got I to the point. That. Yes. We got to the point where, day. yes, it was long and the answers were yes or no. And so yeah. uh, it got to the point where I was like, I'm going to guess yes. I'm going to guess no. I'm going to guess yes. And I was just doing that the whole time. And you know what? Some people might find that annoying. I found it fun. So <laughs> I remember that episode and I can't remember what the Q and A was from. Um, but it was it was very very long, yeah. And it got to the point where everything was just a yes or no answer, and so we just questioned, yep, and then moved on because <laughs> yeah. it was taking forever to get through them. And I could see how that could be taken as annoying, but at the same, you know, it's it's funny. It's another one of those things where it's like, yes, this is my dedicated time to do the show, but like this is going on way too long. <laughs> like, can we take this up? I don't want to be I here all day. It's like the two hour, two hour mark. And we were looking and we're like, um, we're halfway yeah. through. <laughs> yeah. I've also gotten funny enough. Uh, I've also gotten, she interrupts too much. And you, you know what? Uh, I, I do interrupt people sometimes, but we all interrupt each other. And, uh, yeah. part of the reason that I do it personally is because, uh, when I first started on the show, I would sit there and not say anything because I was right. waiting very patiently for everybody yeah. to finish all of their thoughts. And that, then the next person would come in yeah. and I would never I would never get a word in. So yes, yeah. I I do interrupt people. But uh, having heard that people uh, think I interrupt people too often, I'm trying to dial it back a little bit. So yeah. even if it's a, a mean comment, sometimes it's helpful. They'll get something out of yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. one of these things too where, I mean, you, you do this long enough and it's, you know, with as long as, as we've been doing this together, um, sometimes you get a good synergy going, but a lot of times it's it's really hard to get. Not not to say that we don't do things well together, but it's mm -hmm. it's that that kind of internal method that you don't re really discuss. It's it's not like we're all sitting here we're like, okay, when I have something to say, I'm going to raise my hand and wait. <laughs> like you know, like we're not going to do that. But you know, it's it's you want to you have a thought, you want to say it right away because if you wait for that person to be done. Mm -hmm. It may not be relevant come, anymore. Well, yeah. it may not be relevant. Exactly. Somebody else might come in right away, or you might forget what you were going to say. It, it's a very real thing that happens. Oh, it happens way too often. But you're, you're, you're right. The longer you work with people, the, the easier it is to, you know, read when they're about to finish their thoughts so you can prepare to interject. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it, it's, it's tough because you have to not only, you know, listen for that part, you actually have to listen to what they're saying because they may come up with something that you then you know, have an, I, I thought on, it may, it may trigger another, uh, yeah. response that you have. So it's, it's really tough to have these types of discussion, um, podcasts where you're going back and forth on all these different ideas, but it's also some of the most amazing things, amazing moments come out of those free form right. uh, discussions. Yeah. And I mean, and then you'll have, you know, you'll have somebody talking and you're like, okay, there's just enough of a pause. I think I can get in. Yeah. And then, and then stop going and it's just like <laughs> so then you're you're like we did it earlier as a matter of fact like no you go no you go no you go yeah yeah, yeah. or or you know like we, i just did when you were talking about interrupting people i was trying to interrupt you mm -hmm. and you i would say a word and you just keep going so i would just stop yeah <laughs> sometimes but, it's just not gonna work and yeah. yeah with some guests there's latency as well and mm. it's like you can't really tell when you're talking at the same time or they can't 
so and that's gonna happen. Yeah, and that's that's what makes it even more difficult too. Is especially if you are with a group of people regularly, and then you kind of sort of you know find some kind of groove, right? And then you bring on a guest, and that's yeah. out the window. <laughs> <laughs> or, or you do have your you know you have a guest on, and it's that that situation that Snedra was talking about earlier, where they don't say anything; they just kind of sit there and right. you know. And I've I've had you know I've seen that you know ten years right. We've been doing this for ten years. We've seen that from from a bunch of people. And it's it's hard because you you know you bring on people to participate in the discussion and then they, you know, some of them they don't say anything. So it's, you know, on top of trying to keep up with the discussion, you also need to make sure that you're actively trying to bring them into the discussion. And it's a lot of of things that that go into this that I, I think people don't even think about. Right. Um, I think uh, ultimately, th and this is my personal opinion, if you have a group of people who are engaged in a conversation who are constantly accidentally interrupting each other, it's actually a good sign because it means everybody is engaged and has something to say and is passionate about the subject. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's, it's when you have that, that long pause where everyone's just like, who's going to talk now? Cricket, cricket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How about law? <laughs> For sure, um, a thing. Right. And so, um, you know, on, on our end, right, uh, I know Zanija talked a little bit about some of the criticism and comments. Um, we, you know, we've I've seen them, too. Like, every so often, I'll, I'll glance at, like, iTunes reviews. And for whatever reason, I'll go and look at, like, the older ones sometimes for I don't know why. Mm -hmm. But, like, some of those are, like, really, really harsh. But they also it's one of those things where you need to look at the, the feedback. And even if it's not... Um, kind of pose in a way that's like friendly criticism like you know you have like this super negative sounding comment but they make a good point yeah you know and it's like okay you have to I like i don't like the way you said it but i like what you said right um and and you know we can we can take the feedback and and you know try and make adjustments or, or whatever like that um, I actually got uh, feedback on one of the first guides that I wrote. Uh, the guy sent me an email, and it was mostly like, here are all your grammatical mistakes. And most of them were correct. Some of them were not. Yeah. But um, it, there was, there was like, no negativity in it. It was just like, yeah. hey, liked Very your guide. Factual. Yes, mm -hmm. liked your guide. Here's your, yeah, here's yeah. your editing. Like, I am your editor huh. now. This is what you got wrong. And I was like, you know what? Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Th thanks. Sure. You're Thanks for reading the guide. I hopefully hopefully it was helpful too, you know. Yeah. That guy ew, start to finish, read the guide. So at least one person did. <laughs> yeah, for what it's worth, my wife also enjoyed the guides. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, you know, she's always really hesitant to do any kind of rating or, you know, any kind of stuff like that. And so she likes to, to read up on stuff before and she yeah, she definitely found them useful. So there's at least one other person that, that enjoyed the <laughs> I, I had a couple, I had a handful of people be like, oh, and then I, I definitely had uh, like friends of friends. My mm -hmm. friends who knew who knew and or were helping me make the guides tell their friends who are, because uh, my, guy, my guys were a little bit more casual, but tell their friends yeah. who are also more casual to be like, mm -hmm. hey, look, are you confused what's going on? Check this out. And then I actually, I had a number of people just like, like the uh, the videos that were attached to them. Uh, right. if, yeah. If uh, if you guys don't know, uh, I started doing guides for all of the dungeons and uh, Eden uh, baby. You, you also did um, Orbone. Yeah, I did Monster. the Twenty Four Man. That's Orbone. the one that I, I got the, the crystal. Yes. Yeah. So so I'm gonna be doing um, guides for I'll say the more casual content. Um, 
AKA just not the savage content. I may right. break into those, but my uh, my group is not, you know, cutting edge. So it, it may be that by the time I get one out for those, uh, they'll be useless. So I'm yeah. kind of on the fence with that. Either way, um, the way that I do the guide is I, I write it all out because for the most part, I prefer a text guide. And then mm. for things that I feel you need a visual for, I'll make an image or I'll take a video of me doing the mechanic correctly. And uh, a number of the things, the one that especially comes to mind is the last boss in uh, Malika's Wells, where you have to dodge the like squares of lasers. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. There's there's like a really easy way you move like three times and avoid all of that. Yeah. I got a bunch of likes on that one. So that was pretty cool. Probably all black mages, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're all like oh okay i don't even have to think about this. yeah and, and you know when, when we first started talking about guides um yeah. you know the idea of having a a, a text-based guide but then with video uh mm -hmm. embeds yeah embeds yeah like i thought that was really good because it's you don't see that anywhere else you know everybody either has it's all video oh, yeah, yeah. or that's it like there's there's I don't, you know, I've seen maybe it's a good few to text have guides variety, here there. Right? Yeah. yeah. Some people, yeah. some people are going to prefer video and some people are mm -hmm. going to prefer text and kind of uh, mm -hmm. like me personally, I prefer text, but sometimes you're just like, wow, those words don't make any sense. And that, right. then you need the little snippet of video. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for, until you actually can, um, you know, experience yeah. the, the different, um, mechanics within a fight you know that right. may not make sense i'm right. one of those people that actually has to jump into it and do it first right. and then when i'm reading that the their guides it makes a little more sense or when i'm seeing what what what's happening it makes more sense right yeah and especially with video guides it's it's much harder to find what you're looking for you can't do like you know control f this mechanic you yeah. know on a, oh, no. on a video mm -hmm. uh, uh a lot of people who do the video guides have started giving you the little breakdowns in the description yeah so, and i think i think that's really that. needed yeah. definitely i mean it's for for me like if if there's one thing i want to know about i don't want to have to spend 10 minutes clicking that Scroll. you know the the thing on the player trying to find where they talk about that one right. mechanic for you know 15 seconds mm -hmm. uh but yeah I, I i love the way that we do the guides and and Sinidra has been doing a fantastic job. Um, we'll also have, I know it's a little late, but we will have our uh, Guide for Innocence up at some point uh, right. this coming week as well. Um, just a heads up that on that. That ain't me. I was going to say, uh, for me, uh, it's the the media tour stuff that we do. Yeah. You know, the write-ups after that. Oh, yeah. People love I feel, those. I feel that I... I, I feel that I'm pretty funny. Uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of people out there. That, <laughs> Don't hurt yourself. Right? Add yourself yeah. on the back uh, well, no, I'm saying I, there's a lot of people that disagree, and that's cool. Um, but, you know, it's just that type of content doesn't exist either. Like, there's videos about it, but it's it's can't really. We, we are definitely a different kind of site slash blog slash podcast than really anything else that's out there. Because when you look at it, you know, especially the media tour, you have uh streamers and content creators who for the yeah. most part are video yeah right that's um their so, right yeah. that's that's their thing is video um they don't have a blog to publish stuff I, you know i can remember um during the stormblood media tour i had reached out to a lot of those content creators that went and i was like hey i realized that you don't have a blog if you want to publish your written interviews you can do it on our site like we'll we'll host them for you because i you know not to say that 
it's a wrong way of doing things. But one of the things personally that drives me crazy is, hey, we interviewed so-and-so. Check out the Google Doc. And it's like, really? Yeah, I hear you there. (laughs) You know, or, you know, you go to somebody posts a guide on like Reddit or, or something, and then you can't find it later because it's just been buried on Reddit. I tell you what, as a content creator, I think one of the most important things that you should look at getting is a website, right? It's yes. not expensive. Yeah, I, I've had ho- the same hosting for probably close to 20 years now. Mm-hmm. And we put our, our um, podcast goes up there as well as, you know, I've hosted the, um, the, the Phoenix Star Radio website. I've, I had my personal website there for many years. I use it for my email. So it's mm-hmm. it's great. And it, it doesn't cost much every year. And it gives me somewhere to put articles um, and, and things like that. The, the snippets of, uh, you know, for when we release our podcast, it's not just here, go check out our podcast. It's out on blah, 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 blah. I can actually link directly to it. Yeah. yeah. And, well, and, and that's one of those things where, um, you know, if you're if you're looking to get into content creation, right, um, if, if you can afford it, right, definitely do it. Um, but if you need to kind of build up to that point as well, that's fine too. And again, it depends on the type of content you're creating, right. but oh, yeah. um, people need to be able to find your content. There are um, free places too. Like we're yeah. not talking GeoCities anymore, but there, no. there are places you can, you can uh, put up your stuff where it's a little bit more uh, organized than, than a Google yeah. doc. But I mean, a, a domain name find... is $10 a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's super cheap. And you know, like I said, there, there's, free to cheap hosting solutions where you can put up basic blogs. WordPress yeah. is um, free to use. It's extremely versatile. Um, we use that for our website and I think you guys use it for a lot of the templates yeah, for what you do. Great. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, it, like I said, if you ever, and there's a ton of resources available if you want to customize, if you want, you know, to set it up a specific way. And it, 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 like I said, it, it gives you a central location to put all of your social media, all, every, all your contact information. You can say, yep. go to our website, phoenixradio.com, it's a gamerscape.com, whatever. Yeah. So practice, uh, phoenixradio.com. <laughs> right? <laughs> I've said this before. <laughs> I mean, it, don't get me wrong, it's, it's a little bit of a long address, but mm. like I said, and- what, what can you do? Yeah. yeah, and exactly. and it's not it's it's very similar to what we were talking about earlier when we we're saying these these programs take a while to learn. Once you have it, you have it. Uh, yeah, yeah. It might take you a while to figure out how to put your website together, but once you have it, you have it. Yeah, yeah. Because I did all of my I, I'm gonna date myself here. When I did websites in the past, it was all hard coded HTML in Notepad. Yeah. yeah. You learning, don't have to do that anymore. I, no, I don't. I'm like, I didn't. It was like what? Yeah. Like, <laughs> learning web. Uh, uh, WordPress was a, a daunting task for me because it, it, it is so much different, mm-hmm. but you know, it, it, it was something exciting. I work in technology and it's something that I've always enjoyed. It's part of the reason why I was a really good fit to do podcasting and web hosting and stuff like that, because it, it goes with one of my passions. So right. that, that helps. I can, I can remember back in the day, manually updating our RSS feed. Yeah, I did that too. And if you go by and you get a message, hey, the episode isn't up, but I put it, oh, I forgot the semicolon. Whoops. Like, uh, <laughs> it happened all the time. Goodness. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Every, every so often you'd have the one week where it's like, all right, the episode's up. No, it's not. Okay. And you're like looking at the code. I don't know what I missed. Like, like what's, oh, there's an extra bracket. My bad. Like, it's crazy. 
It was crazy. Yeah. And now we have a. It still passed validation too, which is the worst part. Right. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong. <laughs> now we have a plug takes care of everything. But then you exactly. feel so good when you find the mistake. You're like, ha, bracket. Got it. As a professional programmer, just say it works on my machine. That's all you need to say. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> you I don't want to see all the dirty looks that I get when I say that to my coworkers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> works for me. I fault. You tried turning your machine off and on. <laughs> <laughs> that's the number one thing i say at work yeah yeah <laughs> i mean that's that's how we troubleshoot any any when when i had my streaming issues a couple weeks ago did you turn all right computer try, off. restart <laughs> yeah did it my work? friend right. uh my restart. friend got a flat tire the other day and somebody goes mm -hmm. did you try turning the car off and on <laughs> <laughs> you know i uh, did and it didn't help yeah old <laughs> beautiful <laughs> Um, so we talked a little bit about this, um, Platforms and our, our last, yeah, we talked about, about email specifically. Um, but another thing that we want to kind of talk about too, is, um, how to engage with the audience. Um, obviously, um, this is, uh, you know, another thing again, dating myself, um, back in the day, right. It was, it was emails. It was maybe, maybe a forum if you had a website and a forum. Um, but now, I mean, there are, you know, social media is so much bigger than it was. Um, we have Twitch now where if, if you choose to, you can interact in real time. I love that. I love the uh -huh. Twitch chat. And, and that's part yes. of the reason actually that I don't mind not getting emails so often because people are directly engaging you in Twitch and, mm -hmm. and making suggestions during the show. And, and you might not think of something important to the subject you're talking about. And then the audience is like, hey, what about? And you're like, yeah. yeah. And then it just like, makes the I show better. all about that. Yeah. Right? I love it. It's, it's great. beautiful. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um. So Thanks, what, guys. What, what's the way, yeah, and, and you know, it's, it's, it, again, it varies per, per content creator and, and it depends on the, the type of content, um, personality. I mean, it's one of those things where, um, we, we've acknowledged Twitch chat a few times on the show. Um, but I know at the, at the same time, you don't always want to necessarily like break the, you know, fourth wallet, right. Or something be like, Oh, okay. We're going to pull this right now. Um, it's, you know, we people can talk, but we want to do the show without interruptions. There are some, um, you know, some content creators that do that kind of setup, and and there's nothing wrong with that. But um, it's just you know, you know how they handle their their content creation. You know I think what really for, impresses me is when somebody is in like a savage raid and they take the time to stop and talk to people while they're doing the raid. Yeah. And I'm just like, how you got that much brain power? Yeah, I, <laughs> I could never do that. It's part I'm of the reason why I can't do. Uh, savage progression when I'm streaming. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. If I do, yeah. I don't pay attention to the chat. Yeah. And, right. and that wasn't good either. I felt that yeah. I, I want to be interacting with the people who are taking the time to watch me. Mm. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Um, for for you guys over Phoenix Sound Radio, what do you have a preferred uh, method of interacting and engaging with your audience? Do, well, is it is it Twitch chat? Is it social? Is it just a little bit of everything? Or okay. A little bit of the history. We started doing the podcast live on Twitch. So mm -hmm. from episode zero, even when we were testing, it was broadcast live on Twitch. Mm -hmm. And then we would um, put it up on YouTube and then put the podcast out on our RSS feed. And we wanted to encourage people to, uh, you know, ask us questions within the chat. And we actually do, um, you know, 
acknowledge and interact with it on a regular basis as much as possible. Right. Because we, we want the people, we want to encourage people to come check us out live. I mean, we love it when people are downloading it on the podcast, mm-hmm. but we, we want people to uh, feel like they have a say in what we're talking about in each episode. It, mm-hmm. it, it opens it up. It makes it feel more, more of a community. Right. Yeah. And it's it just how we like to roll. Um, I have been on other podcasts where you're recording your audio and then you send it to the person who's going to put it all together. Right. Um, yeah, they're together. They're, they're, uh, yeah. Delta, they're great. I, I love working with yeah. them. They do a quality show, but they don't do it live. And that they've been doing it that way for four years and that's how they enjoy it. And that's awesome. And then there's others who are, you know, like, and then the mix of in between you'll do it live, but you, know, you try and make it as a podcast episode mm-hmm. standalone. Um, but that's kind of how we've been doing it. Um, but we, we try to encourage people to write in. Like I said, we have our email address. We have social media. We try and throw that out there for people, you know, follow us, um, tweet at us, let us know. Because there's so much that we want to be able to share. Right. But we don't know what you guys want to hear unless you tell us. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 you know, everybody's it's like, like yep, 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 yep. It's like we were saying earlier. It's that you know, oh well, they're not saying anything bad, so we must be doing well enough. <laughs> but unfortunately, it doesn't also it, th- that mentality really doesn't allow you to grow either. Mm-hmm. Right. You kind of kind of hold that line, and and you, as a content creator, I want to grow. I want to get our show out there. So more people can listen to it so we can get a larger audience space so we can continue to do, you know, bigger, better things. Mm-hmm. But what those things are yet, we don't know because we haven't encountered it yet. But yeah. so. It, I, even I, having, good. I, I was going to say, <laughs> to add to that, I think it's always important to, I, I don't want to say not be happy with what you're doing, but sure. always look to, you know, for areas of improvement. Mm-hmm. Like you know, um, I was talking with Zunidra just last night. Um, you know, we still don't have the updated intro. Um, and there's, you know, some stuff that, I, you know, we kind of would like to try and maybe set up just to make things a little bit easier for us, you know, kind of behind the scenes. And it's, you know, one of these days we'll get around to it. Right. But, um, you know, because we're all, you know, busy with other things, either real life or yes. making guides or work or, you know. And so I think it's always important too to obviously be be happy with what you're making, but also, you know, as you go along, I think just naturally you'll find areas where you can tweak things and make things better. You know, we talked a little bit about, um, you know, editing a show and how right. at some point, once you're more familiar with programs or something, you'll you'll find ways to make it easier. You can set up macros or, you know, make a script or something that does a lot of the work that would take you, you know, 20 minutes. Normally now it's a push of a button. Um, and so it's it's always important, I think, to, you know, to, to acknowledge and, and be aware of where you're able to improve and then rest on your laurels even though you have a show that people are watching like yeah just why not try and improve it you know yeah yeah (laughs) and sometimes you just need to reach out of your comfort zone right um something and maybe even reach out to people who maybe do something a little bit differently than you to get a fresh perspective maybe yeah you're comfortable with what you're doing. Maybe you like how things are going, but there are people out there who want to see it just a little bit different. And if you make a small change where it doesn't impact how much you're enjoying it, mm-hmm. it will make 
people enjoy it that much more. Yeah. You've got to be willing to actually internalize some of that, you know, criticism that, that we were talking about and really filter it and see, all right, does that make sense? Should I try this? You know, that sort of stuff. But then you have to have, you have to be the self-starter too. You have yeah. to, you know, it start pushing it. all comes back to motivation. Stuff. Right, yep. exactly. I mean, we're not, we don't look the same as we did when we started four years ago. Because if we did, we probably still wouldn't be doing this. We wouldn't have very many viewers, things right. like that. I mean, we, our look has evolved. Um, logos have evolved. Mm -hmm. You know, equipment has evolved. And, yeah. and, and how we look at the content has also evolved because we're seeing a lot more of what the devs um, are trying to tell us, you know, even beyond what we actually, what they actually give us, you know, they leave hints, they leave these little clues. And, and we now know to try and dig deeper into that, to try and figure out more about what's going on. And, you know, those types of little things make for interesting conversation too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I said, one of the biggest things that we do, um, you know, we, we have Sarah, who is our resident librarian. Mm -hmm. Copyright. That's cute. <laughs> I love smush words. It's a good one. <laughs> but um, so, you know, because we want, you know, because there's Ethis and, and there's uh, Moose, you know, mm -hmm. great uh, people within the, the lore community. Um, we wanted to have somebody who could, you know, give an, another um, view on, right. you know, what the world has to offer, the, the, where they brought it from. I mean, the real life um, equivalents of it. And it, I found that some of that is what people really seem to tune in for mm, yeah. because they right. want to know more about why Shiva is the way she is or where did uh, Ifrit actually come from mm -hmm. right. like that. Yeah. And I was just, just the, uh, the other week I was looking up um, Amarat remixes yeah. on the like that's my favorite my new favorite track is is full fathom five and mm -hmm. i was looking up stuff and i realized that oh there's a a song from shakespeare's the tempest right called uh... fathom five. and <laughs> into that a little bit i'm like yeah this is this is pretty much like loosely right it's this is yeah, yeah a plot i can see connections and it's like okay <laughs> <laughs> but that just makes it more rich when you can, yeah. when you can know why it was there and what they were kind of saying with the words, you know, like it's, it's really awesome. All I mean, deep and, literature and, is references. Yeah. Yeah. And you, have to, and you have to wonder, you know, how, how much more of this kind of stuff is there that we haven't picked up on yet or that. Right. Exactly. If you, you know? think about it, Final Fantasy 14 is all really big brain. Yeah, <laughs> it's galaxy brain. It's all, it's all, it's all memes. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's one of our, one of our, I think it was the first interview that we had with, with Koji Fox, um, you know, we were like, how do you come up with names for all this stuff? And he's like, if I have a day at work where I know I'm going to be doing like a lot of quests or, you know, like fates or quest naming, stuff like that, the night before, I'll just like go on IMDb and just <laughs> look around. And oh, man. my favorite oh. fate is still uh, the six arms one. I just died, I just I just died, died in six, six arms, arms tonight. tonight. Yeah. yeah. That was that was the one that we, we yeah. yeah, he brought up. Yeah. 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 He is a walking meme though. Yeah, he really is. And we love him for it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he is probably the most beloved person in the uh the the, the dev team, I think. Probably. Aside from Yoshida. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> because I mean it's it, you know, it's it's interesting, you know, coming again from an eleven background, right? Um you you spend all this time where it's like okay you see 
Hiromichi Tanaka like at a fan fest and then maybe every once in a blue moon on like Famitsu or something like that. I mean, this was back in the day when people would like pick up magazines and translate them versus like pulling them off the website. I mean, this is like old school type stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now it's like, I follow Soken on Twitter. Like yeah, we've talked right? on, like <laughs> it's, it is a great time to become a, a content creator. Really? Right. Yeah. I mean, the ability to find content and things to talk about is it's so much simpler. Like mm-hmm. I said, with 11, I played 11 since uh, uh, PS2 beta. Um, mm. And I, I left Oof. as soon as 1.0 came out. Sorry, dating myself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but there was no information. I mean, we had to rely on all of those um, tr- translations like that and then go to places like Zam and uh, yeah. all those old sites. Goodness. We didn't have the, the, the wealth of information available that we have today. I mean, I still remember going to, um, it was FanFest, gosh, it probably would have been 2008. That was the last one they had in, in North America. They did 9 and 10, I think, as VanaFest in Japan. But um, that was when they announced the, um, oh, gosh, what did they even call them? The, this like, side scenarios. Um, the, like, three things? Yeah, the three little story one add-ons. Google story? Yeah, you know, uh, Kupore. Kubota, Crystal and Prophecy, and Shantoto Ascension. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. Flip, flip wow. the first two. Those but, were some memory banks right there. Right. <laughs> but I can remember they had the the Japanese event before the NA one. And I can remember, you know, I remember like doing a, a sleepover LAN right at a friend's. I had my computer over there. We were like grinding, you know, merit points or whatever <laughs> during Otter Gone times or whatever. Um, and you know waking up and just seeing little trickles of information because twitter kind of was around but it, it was nowhere near right right as as popularized as it is now and it was like oh like they announced a scholar job or no no that would have been FanFest previous um but you know just hearing like little trickles of information and it's like okay and then here's all the here's these three new mini expansions okay cool go to FanFest and na and they're like check out these three new mini expansions. I'm like, I already know about this. Like, this is, it was so like, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, yeah, I know about this. This is, this is Aww. not news. Like it was kind of like a bummer, right. For, from yeah. like a press standpoint, it's like, this isn't, but back in the day, like it was, oh, you yeah. know, information wasn't as free flowing as it is today. And so I think that makes things harder to keep up with, but also you still get that point where I know we're, we're definitely guilty of where, you have that content lull and it's like, what do we talk about? <laughs> and it's, you know, they're, they're, you know, we, we are a weekly show, right? Finger quotes. Um, Recently. Aren't watching, right. Yeah, the yeah. past Beginning half year? this year. Yeah. Like we want to do, we want to do this weekly, but there are, you know, there have been weeks where it's like, I don't know what we're going to talk about. So we'll just not do a show. And it, it sucks. But at the same time, it's, it's, it's hard you know it's it's what is there to talk about well can we get so and so on no they're not available this week okay (laughs) um i'm out of ideas i think uh (laughs) it's it's good slash fun when you have uh a variety of of knowledge behind your people so like you guys having like a permanent lore person uh probably expands the ability for you to just come up with stuff every week I mean, there's all that helps. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Just for one example, but like, right. We have yeah, to, I mean, it's, it's weird because it's like 
the, the possibilities of this discussion are endless, but we can't think of anything. That's okay. Well, it, it, we have to, you have to really think about the things that, that you know, right? And self-reflection can be difficult at times. So it's like, what do I actually know about this game? It's like one of those uh, things where, you know, uh, a few weeks ago we were talking about um, like job changes and all this stuff. And then we get to like talking about tanks and all, we're, all of us were like, Mm. Yeah. <laughs> the name of that episode is none of us are tanks yeah, none of us are tanks. how so, about those tanks huh yeah, yeah. so <laughs> i i heard uh, actually uh i got feedback from that uh on one of the youtube videos who told you that about warrior and i'm like well some random person i don't i don't know anything about warrior sorry i'm a free company i don't yeah. I mean, I could rant about Summoner for an hour every week, but I, yes. I don't think it's going to be constructive. <laughs> I kind of want to, like, just a month now where it's just Summoner rant month. <laughs> Let's every not do that. Week, we'll just... <laughs> I hope that next month I won't have to worry about that. That's fine. We'll just we'll, we'll, we'll make special effects, get a green screen. We'll just put you, like, center on a stage, spotlight. I mean, I do have a green screen. I just never use it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, no, we'll just... <laughs> Backdrop for you, and you just, you know, nobody just wants just it. go yeah, full like, John Madden not on stage, and <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, just to Seinfeld it. So, what's the big deal about oh. summoners? Oh. <laughs> so I, I want to hear him go boom. <laughs> this is the A gap where my dots would be, but they're not, you know, that's <laughs> yeah. exactly. <laughs> I, would, I would totally watch a month of that. <laughs> um. But it, it's wow. for for me at least. I don't, I don't know about fusion, um, because mm. I have been uh, the one who's been streaming more often and, and having to come up with more of the outlines and stuff. I have like mm. a list that I've started, and yeah. and a lot of the stuff on there is like, do people care about this at all? I don't know. I guess we'll see. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's it's for, making for, my brain work, and I like it. Yeah, mm -hmm. for for me, I think one of the, the the especially lately the thing I've struggled. With, you know, it's it's weird because we have so much more um, transparency, right? With the dev team and with the, you know, there's so much more information coming out now than there was back in the 11 days. 11 days, I did a weekly show, no problem. <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> back when your brain you was had still less useful. responsibility. Yeah, yeah most likely. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's just been very interesting personally to see how that's kind of transited. And so lately I've just been like, I don't know what to talk about, but... Uh, I think one of yeah. the conversations we had was actually uh, um, me throwing out ideas, and eventually it just came down to, what do you feel qualified to talk about, Fusion? News? <laughs> Let's God. talk about the news. Look, there's news. <laughs> yeah. It's it's hard. I, it's, it's, you know, it's I think it's part burnout, part, like, you know, I've, I've come up with a lot of different ideas over the years but like maybe we didn't get feedback on them or maybe right. it was it was more work involved than we originally well, thought for, like for the longest time we were just the new show we'd get yeah, together yeah. maybe once a month and we talk about the news that was relevant hopefully over the past week sometimes right, yeah. sometimes we were like Calm two weeks late on the news you know play. let's analyze every little yes. thing yeah so we didn't have to come up with as much content yeah. but when you when you're doing it more frequently, as as I'm sure our lovely guests can uh, tell us, you you have to work your mind a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. And you guys are what every two weeks, right? Plus? Yeah, we go every two weeks because mm -hmm. we want to make sure that we can actually have a little bit of a life too. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I don't think I'd be able to get my co-hosts to to join me every Saturday night at this point without paying them. Right. Mm -hmm. 
But um, <laughs> so every two weeks, um, it gives us an opportunity to kind of see what happens within the Final Fantasy world, whether it's 14, whether, I mean, cause we're getting a lot of news with Final Fantasy seven remake. Right. Um, you know, then they broke that uh, we've got a release date for the uh, Final Fantasy uh, eight yeah. remaster on yeah. PS4, which mm-hmm. is very soon. Um, oh, so excited. That meme is no longer going to be relevant. Yeah. <laughs> You're the best looking guy here. Yeah. Now he is the best looking guy there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it looks good. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm surprised. Um, so, you know, we gather up all of that and then it gives us an opportunity to kind of sit, reflect, enjoy the game. Mm-hmm. And then we come back that, you know, when the, the week of the show and we start to kind of figure out what we're going to talk about. Occasionally we get ideas like use an Idra where we will kind of, um, do a little brainstorming we'll come up with a few different ideas to kind of have some that we can uh, kind of squirrel away for, yeah, yeah, for yeah. those slow times um and hopefully they're still relevant yeah, yeah. that's that's the, the the other hard thing it's it's being kind of on top of things i mean with the way that um we had i forget what was the show two weeks ago because it was right with the live letter but there was something else we were talking about instead oh, and forget. so that pushed the live letter discussion back a week lore yeah lore that's right yeah, that's right because we again scheduling <laughs> yeah. yep yeah. We, we were like all right we're gonna we're gonna get moose on we're gonna do it this weekend and it'll be great we announced it and then 30 minutes later he's like yeah so i have a family thing <laughs> oh. i'm like oh, oh okay yeah. we'll just go ahead and shuffle, delete shuffle, that shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. <laughs> yeah nobody retweeted it yet i think we'll be okay <laughs> um, yeah it's just, it's just one of those things and yeah. and i think um you know, I've I've you know had some some times where I'll be busy or I need a break and and yeah, Zanita's been great coming up with ideas and I'm like I I never would have come up with that. You know what? The first time, the first time I had to do it was uh, like two days before the show. He was like, I I have to finish this work that I got. I I really I can't do this. Is there any way that you can do it? And I'm like, who do I ask in two days? <laughs> who will show up? And I ended up asking my static. And uh, two or three of them was like, yeah, sure, that, we'll, we'll help you out. And I'm like, okay, no, what is the show on? Statics. Yeah. We'll talk yeah. about statics. Right. <laughs> we are qualified to talk about that as we are all in a static. Yeah, I mean, I remember I remember starting off with 11 and it's it was me and it was steak. And the we knew each other because we were guests on the other on the first Final Fantasy 11 podcast. And then that went under. Oh. And we're like, hey, we should keep this going. So we, <laughs> we did our own thing. And then I'm like, we need more people. And so it was, you know, I, I can't, it's, it's weird because we've had so many people come on as, as hosts over the years, but, um, you know, and I'm like, and I'm trying to think of like, where, did, how do we even get, like, where did we get them from? Like, you know, like, <laughs> you know, that? one, one was somebody that I just, I played with on my server and then they had like somebody that they knew and that they came on for a while. And then we, yeah, it's just, it's crazy how, how it just kind of works out sometimes. Right place, right time. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, I'm interested to hear about uh, how you got the host that you have right now, Falls. I was actually going to just talk about yeah, that. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> as of right now, you know, four years later, the only hosts that are still there from the beginning are myself and Sarah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, when we started, I had a, a, a real life friend that plays 14, and I wanted her in that. And like I said, I probably wouldn't have started the podcast if she wouldn't have joined in luna mm-hmm. and she she's an amazing person i wanted a, a way to have her you know have her voice heard mm-hmm. and, and give her a creative outlet um and also the way when we talk about things we were able to bounce things off each other and i, I thought it made a really nice dynamic for our yeah. discussions um 
And then we, we had uh, one of our initial starting hosts. He only lasted like two episodes. Mm-hmm. And then we had to bring in somebody else. Um, we had a, um, a black mage, Sayo Mayo, join us for a while. And then Chili came on. He was on there for a very long time. Um, then our current uh, lineup, it's myself, Sarah, and uh, Talas Marvelous, our, our real-life culinarian. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and I think, I'm trying to remember, Sinidra, when did you come on? Was that when with the RP show? Yes. I think it was. Yeah, so, and that was. When did that even start? In that was before to... the game was out mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, I remember that. Um, a friend of mine decided he was going to do the show and posted it up online. And I think you fusion actually randomly tripped over it and you were like, Hey, we're going to do this, this uh, bunch of different shows. You want to be part of this? And he, yeah. And he was like, okay. So Mm -hmm. he picked up another guy and the two of them were like, we should probably have a third person. And they asked somebody else entirely. And that person was like, no, I don't want to ask her. And that's how I got on that show. (laughs) (laughs) and And then we were looking for, it, it was a weird it was a weird transition of hosts for for a threat radio because it was it was 1.0 we got 1.0 right. the show got 1.0 you know mm-hmm. we had this, this big plan it was um okay we're gonna have this big network we're gonna have we we, we kind of had it run a little bit i mean we had a, a community focused show we had a topics focused show we had a the role play show um gosh we were gonna do an in-character role play show at one point mm-hmm. um yeah <laughs> <It> never <laughs> happened was like what? Yeah, I didn't even hear, was- hear about that. We had, we had a eighth rate video planned at one point. I don't even know what the hell that was gonna be, but okay. somebody was like, "I'll do video stuff." Great. Um, <laughs> and then it just 1.0, and people just kind of just fizzled out. And well, so it's, it's really to- funny if you think about it. The only show that lasted was the RP show. That's because that was the only thing you could do in that game. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, uh, and, and it out and at one point it's like i gosh i don't even remember like who was left from like like the, the old guard right like mm-hmm. um at some point it was just like okay we need new people <laughs> when when uh brand and i joined because we joined at the same time uh it was you and steak and that was it <sighs> and then shortly after the two of us joined steak was like i don't play like, goodbye yeah he was gone yeah that's right okay gosh yeah and then and then we we he had a few more people we brought on sill mm-hmm. um us anymore he does reviews on occasion on the site um still in charles at the same time and we brought on aldino yeah and it you know it was so he just like i know somebody you know again <laughs> it's one of those like there's this person i play with i think they would be great you yeah. know it's really funny i should probably not this is nepotism uh so we we went through and we were all we did like our top picks and the ones that were crossed over uh made it through to yeah. the, the second round of of tryouts basically and charles yeah. did not make it through the first round of tryouts and i was like we're gonna take him though. This this guy right here. We're gonna. I know that that he's not I'll, in, I'll be, I'll be but he honest. is now. I don't remember yeah. any of that. I don't know. <laughs> like I was uh, <laughs> totally, was like, totally nepotism. I'm just like no. This yeah. guy. This guy. We're overlooking him. He's coming with us. I was like, I don't, I don't remember talking about that at all. But here we are, and it worked yeah. out well. So I was like, I'll apply for it. Cool. I don't know. I've got a really busy job, but yeah. I, you know, it could work. <laughs> And and now the the media tour articles that you have on the site that you wrote for us are like some of the best like most popular ones. So 
That worked out well. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. I'll so keep writing that way. Tell me I'm not funny, please. <laughs> um, I really, I do like, I like getting the feedback from those because yeah. people, people like the, the charts and the, the text format yeah. where they can quickly mm -hmm. refer back to stuff. Yeah, those, those took some time, let me tell you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they did. But oh. I, that's, that's what made it worth it. People yeah. immediately turned around and were like, oh, these are great. And I'm like, God, I just spent my entire yesterday on this. That was a huge, because, I mean, that was a huge thing because we had the full, full disclosure that yeah. I wouldn't say we purposely rushed through them. Uh -huh. I mean, we, we spent time on them, but it was, it was, we, we did the media tour and then the embargo was what, a week later? A week, yeah. But mm -hmm. you went to Vegas like the next day for yeah. almost that full week. For a whole week and with coworkers. And I had started kind of getting templates and stuff set up. And mm -hmm. it was basically the three of us one night. We're just, we just kind of like, all right, embargo tomorrow morning. Here, right? Let's do it. And we yeah. just, yeah, we were on Discord and we yep. just, all the, all the caffeine in the world. And I, up until, like, <laughs> God, we finished like what, maybe two hours before embargo. I don't even yeah. know how you got wow. through all of those articles, to be quite honest with you. Uh, so because it's kind of a behind the scenes show. So yeah, I was wrecked from Vegas. I didn't <laughs> sleep at all. Cause I was just I remember so coming on. He's like, I'm so tired. <laughs> we have to get this off. So I stayed up for 40 hours, literally. Yeah, like, right. It was, two days. it was two days. Yeah. yeah. 40 hours doing it. And then like we finished two hours before the deadline and I finally lied down. And I was like, I haven't been this sleep deprived in a while. This is weird. So I closed like, I my saw. eyes and I wake up. I remember I'm that like, you're like, you're like, I need a break. And then you just left. And then like an hour later, you're like, I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I can't sleep. Did, did you post it? Oh, it's all posted. Cool. I think I answered a question on Discord and you're like, you went to sleep. And I'm like, no, I did not. <laughs> I, was, I went like, how, like, how are you up right now? Like, but I went to work. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, it, was, it was good. It was, it was very, it was funny because we did finish so close to right when we could release it. I also uh, passed out, but I stayed asleep yeah. like a normal person. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. I'm like looking at the clock. I'm like, I might as well just stay up because I got to post all this. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> I woke up a and a bunch of, huh? I was just wondering it, what, what has been like the most fire you've had to deal with in that, in this sort of situation. Phoenix oh, for you. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we don't have to really deal with that as much, sure. we don't, you know, because we don't get you know, any of the information prior to embargoes. We, we rely on you guys for a lot of the information. Mm. And so, you know, we're reporting on um, things like that. And when we have information, we, we're free to post it at that point. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. you know, and, until we get to a point where we're, we're able to go to some of the media events and things like that, then we'll start dealing with that aspect of it. Um, but until then, like I said, it, it's nice kind of being under the radar so that way sure. we can kind of talk about the things that we really want to talk about without having to worry about, you know, NDA. Yeah. I mean, there's those. definitely something to be said about that. I mean, it's, you know, and, and I guess in that, that same regard too, um, what, what uh, are your, like, what's your policy in regards to like leaks and data mines? Hmm. I usually don't touch them because right. as a player, I like to be surprised by things. Right. I, I, I like to dig into it and, and realize it myself. I'm not the person who expects somebody to go into brand new content and say, watch a video. Yeah, you know, right. I want to be, you know, have it, you know, played out in front of me and get that initial rush of what, what the devs want to deliver to us. Hmm. And so I'm not one of the people who really enjoys. I, I used to report on it because I thought it was something to get views to be 100% right. uh -huh. honest with you. 
because yeah. when you're growing, you need to do those things to be able to get those eyes. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, we, we had issues very, very, very early on with uh, the good old, the good old uh, benchmark dat mine incident. Oh, of, sure. uh, that, yeah. So then, so at this point now, like I said, I'm more along the lines of I want people because I'm a little bit older, a little bit more, you know, relaxed in that. And mm -hmm. I want people to enjoy the game. So I'm not right. going to spread the information, you know, from data miners at this point. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I appreciate what they do because yeah. they want to be able to play the game that they want to play. And I just want to play the game that I want to play. What's yeah. cool about this game is you can do that. Yes. Yeah, and, and at, a, at a certain degree too, um, it's a little more prominent for us probably. But you also don't want to piss Essie off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh certainly. I mean, and that's that is not one of the reasons why we don't do it because I mean, yeah. we, I guess I'm not sure that we're 100% noticed. I know they know about us. Oh, sure, of course. Of things. I, I learned some information that we can talk about later, but <laughs> <laughs> again, not I don't I don't want to piss them off. Yeah, right. exactly. Because they'll stop yeah. inviting you to stuff, and then you don't have that information to share anymore. Right. They, right. they, they won't. They won't start inviting us. You yeah. Know. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> there were. I was uh, like almost like terrorized at how many people leaked stuff before the NDA was lifted. Right. Do you want to go back to an event ever again? You're yeah. not even like a lot of people weren't even trying to hide the fact that it was them either. They're like, okay. here's this information. It's on my channel. Like now SE knows what you've done. They're yeah. they're paying attention. You know, I, I saw this crazy tweet uh, from a friend of mine who does freelance stuff. He was over at Gamescom this past week. Yeah. Um, and his tweet was like, yeah, I was in this like closed doors presentation. And this guy takes a video or a picture of the screen. And so, you know, PR walks over. It's like, hey, we can't have pictures like, you know, they need to watch you delete it. Yeah. Soon as PR walked out, he took another picture. Yeah. That's how you get blacklisted. Yeah. <laughs> what you okay. Not worth that one picture is not gonna it's not gonna make it all better. Like it's uh ah, yeah. it's crazy. You know, it's it's kind of insane, you know. Uh like I allude to sometimes, I work in the industry, not for Square Enix in any way, shape, or form, but some of those things that, that you'll see, you're like, oh man. God, if that happened to to where I work, oh man, that would you know like the feeling that you would get. So that's why I hate leaks myself. Yeah. I just I I don't want to deal with them. I don't even want to think about them. I mean, they're yeah. cool, mm -hmm. you know. It's, like if that's what you're looking for, okay. But I just don't want to know. I just don't want to know. It's yeah. an unfortunate problem that we've created for ourselves right. for the fact that we want all this information right, right now, <laughs> but you know we just we just cannot seem to understand that you know. Yeah, we have the information, but you need to respect, you know, the people who are giving it to you as well. Right. Yeah. You don't bite the hand that feeds you. Yeah, exactly. That's really it. If you want to continue creating content, you don't you don't do that. <laughs> you have to have that working relationship with the people. Absolutely. Who create the thing you're making content about. Absolutely. Um, all right, that was all the bullet points we hit. Was yeah. there anything else that anybody wanted to add? I know it's a pretty broad topic. It is. Content creation, it I mean, it can involve so many different things. You don't have to be just a podcaster. You don't have to be just a YouTuber, a Twitch streamer. Um, yeah. You can be somebody who creates beautiful fan art. You can be yeah. somebody who creates, I mean, there's just some people out there who do um, icons and, and buttons and uh, physical products. Yeah, there's a, there's a crazy market for Crystal X art fan fiction right now. Like, yeah. He's not <laughs> wrong. Yeah. But, you know, Button. 
content creation and, and, and fan art and things like that, it's all kind of in the same bubble. And it basically, anybody can jump into it. There's no high cost of entry. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, your, your imagination is the limit. So, I mean, don't let, you know, a lot of the horror stories scare you if you have an idea that you want to proceed with. Yeah. Give it a try. Reach out to people who do something similar. I mean, when we started Phoenix Dawn Radio, I reached out to Nate. I think I, re- I might have reached out to yeah. you, Fusion, um, a number of the other p- podcasts that I've been listening to, and I asked for advice. How do we start up? What types yeah. of things do I need to look for? You know, and, you know, Nate was so open and, and helpful. He's like, you know, do it because you love it. Don't do it because you're going to make a ton of money. Because right. yeah. you're not. No. <laughs> Absolutely, you're not. It's, it's, you may end up. For, was mm-hmm. it Variety this past week? Some some big magazine had a had Conan on the cover, talking about how like learn how like Conan like broke into this niche market of podcasting and is making it a viable business. And it's like he had it because he had a ton of people who followed him yeah. because he's a celebrity. He's right. mm-hmm. yeah. Conan. Like anything he's he's gonna do, he's gonna get a follow. Like come Joe on, Joe Rogan, um, yeah. The Rock, all these yeah. people who have podcasts now, they have they have successful podcasts because of their previous ventures. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. actors. They're yeah, and they're marketing it like it's this brand new. Like, have you guys heard about podcasting? It's been this like really niche thing. Like now it's like this really viable business. Like no, no, I'm an IT technician who on the side plays Final Fantasy 14 yeah. and podcasts about it every two weeks. I'm not getting rich on it. Yeah, my hair is now nowhere near orange enough to be able to get the same kind of. But you can fix yeah. that. I'm about as tall, but <laughs> not as funny though. Uh, I'm right. just the rock. I've been hiding it from you guys. I don't know. <laughs> I, you know, I had my suspicions. I, I appreciate the confirmation. I thought I could smell what you're cooking. Mm. Uh, yeah, sure. Speaking of that, I'm really excited to see the cooking stuff. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be watching, listening for that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's something we're still building up right now. Yeah. <clears throat> he's had a couple of times when he's talked, like the, the last one that he had, we, he talked about uh, Okonomiyaki. Oh, yeah. Because <clears throat> we had just come into the new patch. I mean, it, it was not something that's in the game yet, but because we have to go through all our inventories and clear them out, yeah. you know, like in real life, you know, Okonomiyaki is something you make with the leftovers when you're clearing stuff out. So it was a yep. really cool way to to bring it into the game mm. so I'm, I'm hoping in the future we'll be able to do you know maybe some videos with it or something yeah. like that i mean we have all these ideas yeah. that we want to bring in, but that's, it's all yeah. about that's something i of- was interested in doing uh previously but i'm not i'm not really like i'm not passionate about cooking it was just sort of something i thought could be interesting if you try and actually make uh, the recipes in the game with just the stuff they tell you to use. I don't think you'd be able to make any of the food. No, I, I know there have been people who have tried it, right? And but they end up having to do a few other things to make it yeah. actually a viable mm-hmm. product. But yeah. I mean, the people who do it, it's, it's a beautiful job, and I think they do amazing work. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, that's you know that's another thing. It's it's there's a lot of ideas out there. Like there's been a lot of ideas that I've had, and it's like okay, I have this great idea, but like. I don't think I can execute it. I don't have anybody here that could execute right. it. So I guess we just can't do it. And then yeah. it go, you know, the way setting is forget. You know, like I could, gosh, not to like try and claim credit, right? But I, I can remember years and years ago once 2.0 launched, I'm like, once we started to do a little bit more of the, the live show thing, I'm like, 
we could podcast from like inside a, in, inside somebody's house or something like that could be a thing. Mm-hmm. And then some other show did it, and I was like, oh, all right, well, I guess that's not my idea anymore because mm-hmm. I didn't right. do it. You know, right. it's it's that weird thing of like if you have an idea that somebody's not doing, and you want to do it, like you need to act on it just quick in just this this day because if you don't, somebody else will, and then they'll get that audience or that you know whatever. For it. But it's so like we it's, said earlier, even if somebody else is doing something that you want to true. do, don't be that's afraid true. to do it. Yeah, we do it. We yeah. bought, we've yeah. got a few yeah. uh, sets that we uh, broadcast from in game. So, I mean, everything, our podcast, if you watch it live or on YouTube, it's all done from either our free company house or uh, my personal house. Or sometimes, depending on the, the, what we're talking about, we'll go on site, you yeah. know, to a location in the game. Like, we'll go that's to uh, um, Costa del Sol. Or, you know, I remember one we did it in Kurthus, um, just be, just because but that's what we were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a bunch of shows have done it. So it's, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it's one of those things where don't be afraid. You know what? That you're, go ahead. Uh, something that we should, we should bring up. So finish your thought and then I, I'll get with mine. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things. It's, you don't want to be accused of copying somebody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But at the same time um it's it's it's, again it's one of those things where it's like the possibilities are infinite but like there's this set amount of ideas that a lot of people are going to have and use regardless of that you know nothing is original right yeah exactly exactly so the thing that i wanted to bring up very quickly is uh being jealous being jealous mm. of other content creators. Yes, yes. Mm. You see, you see somebody who's doing something that maybe you've already started, and you think maybe they're doing it better, or somebody who's doing the exact same thing that you do, and maybe you think you're doing it better, but they have more followers or something. Yeah. I I feel like people. I don't. You know, I can't say that the majority of the community is prone to jealousy because that's. I don't think that's true. But no. people, as as a, a humanity, is, yeah. is prone to jealousy. So just sort of check yourself in that regard. Like, don't let yourself be jealous of, of some what someone else is doing because mm-hmm. it's, it's only going to stress you out. It's going to reflect in the content that you do and it's going to make your content bitter. And that, that's yep. not going to be good for your audience. They're not going to like right. what you're doing. So just yep. chill out. Don't worry about what someone else is doing. Focus on what you're doing and do try and make a good time out of it. Mm-hmm. And- to add to that, you know, maybe reach out to some of those other content creators, like yeah. what you guys did with me. I mean, we, I, I, we've reached out to many other content creators to have them on to get their opinions, get their thoughts. It's not only to you know enhance our audience, but we have that evil little idea we want to grow our audience, right? And we're going to try and draw some of their people to us. I know yeah. it's a diabolical thought. People can watch multiple things. Gasp. <laughs> People can oh, like yeah. multiple similar things. We're gonna steal all of your viewers. <laughs> so really, but it's no. just—it's it, not worth funny. it. Yeah, and on that on that note too, um, you know, one of the things that you know, I think a lot of people don't realize is we all talk to each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? In some regard, it's not like we're you know not necessarily like every day we're like, hey, who's your day? You know, every so often, <laughs> you know, we'll we'll chat with each other and, and stuff like that. And so, you know, one of the things that. Um, isn't needed necessarily but that i like to try and avoid like right now you know we we go live at noon frosty goes live at i think one or two now and it was kind of one of those things where once we decided we were going to go weekly 
like almost like the same day he's like all right like my schedule changed and now we're gonna be going live like you know an hour or two after you guys are which is gonna bump a little bit right and it's like you know we never really talked about it but we tried to avoid overlap mm-hmm. but now now we do like I, you know i got the notification on my on my screen it's like oh frosty yeah. went live so, oh okay great and you know it's one of those things where whatever like if people want to go to his show great do it i think they're talking about tanking today you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> and the thing about that's that's hilarious but the thing about twitch is it's recorded for a long time yeah. you can watch it's both still, you just it may not be can live download it later i mean you probably i don't know if he's still he they were he was doing giveaways i don't know if he's still doing giveaways we're doing giveaways so stick around it's always good to talk to other content creators even if um you're not necessarily collabing mm-hmm. all the time right but it's it's good to just know who else is is part of that community and to to be able to reach out and either ask for ask for advice or to do a collaboration or something like guest. that <laughs> um or find, find a guest yeah i mean it's it's definitely a huge asset so um if if that's something that you you are interested in i mean definitely you know reach out and you know I, I most people as far as i know you know including myself like if you have questions or something I'll you know answer them. ask <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we want to you know write you back we want to you know help you guys out i mean yeah. we, we're almost begging <laughs> please <laughs> but uh so yeah there you go tldr um, chill out make friends there you go <laughs> and, and, and if you want to get into content creation, uh, especially if you're looking uh, to get your foot in the door for maybe some writing or podcasting, we have some positions available at Gamerscape. <laughs> Gamerscape.com. For the third time. That's actually the name but, of the episode now. But, We're hiring. But also, but also, if you want to do your own thing, do your own thing. That's fine. Yeah. But, That's fine too. but we are looking for people. <laughs> All right. Um, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, thanks for everybody that uh, has been with us for 10 years. Holy crap. Um, yeah. So <laughs> thanks to Claus. Yes, thanks to Claus for, for hanging <laughs> out with us. No, yeah. thank you for having me again. I appreciate it. It was a yeah. good time. Uh, yeah, make sure to, to uh, check out. Uh, you know, we didn't do the proper plugs either for. <laughs> you got your plugs for, ready? For All right. Yeah. You can <clears throat> follow us live at twitch.tv slash Radio, um, Or if you want to check out the backlog of our podcast, so you can go to our website, phoenixstownradio.com. Um, and we are available out on all the social medias. Um, on uh, Twitter, we are at PHXDN Radio because unfortunately, Phoenix on Radio is just too long. Um, <laughs> or if you want to follow me directly, I'm at PHXDN underscore K-L-A-U-S-S. So again, thank you so much for having me on. Yes. Thanks so much for being here, dude. Yes. So, <laughs> if you want to email us, you can email us at eighthrayradiogamerscape.com. You tweet at us at eighthrayradio. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Discord at Gamerscape. Uh, we also did a little bit of uh, Discord reorganizing t- uh, this past week. We have a social channel now for general things, and then we have a separate Final Fantasy fourteen general chat now. So, uh, keep an eye out. Um, we also uh, have an Eighthright Radio channel. Just so. So make sure to double check uh, which which uh, channel you're on on the server before you start talking about stuff. You might be on the wrong one. Um, and that's going to do it here for Aether Radio. Next week, we have our interview with Natsuko Ichikawa and Takeo Suzuki. So make sure to, uh, to come back and check that out. And uh, that'll do it. See you later. <laughs> <laughs>